Ask the GMs, episode 18. Getting the best bang for your dollar. This is Zach from Ask the GMs podcast. Welcome to a fun podcast where we're going to talk about RPGs and the amount of money we spend on them. Throwing it over to RC. Hey, everybody. I'm doing this partially for my car, but we'll see how much we can get done to this evening. Uh, to Brian. Hey, everybody. I'm Brian, um, and I'm just hoping that I understood this assignment properly. I'll hand it off to Rob. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob. I like money and not spending it, so I tried to find cheap options for this. And now it's Ian's turn. Hello, everyone. Ian Harper here. And you guys know how I feel about capitalism, so let's talk about spending some money on role-playing games. Myself. Thank you, Ian. I love you, buddy. Uh, this is Pat here. <laughs> T- hand it the off hobby. to Pat there. 40-second <laughs> delay. We are so professional here. We, you gotta love it. But what you gotta love more is um, RPGs, much like we all do. And uh, we are all gonna pitch some prices here. I, I don't know that we're exactly selling these things, but... Uh, we're just putting it out there for all our audience to see and what our thoughts are on these different systems. And uh, yeah, is it okay if I say I love you? I, I love you too, but yeah, it's okay. Cheers, I accept buddy. your love. Cheers. Yep, yep. At arm's length, I accept your. <laughs> but, That's uh... fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, before we get into this whole bit. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Cape Fear Games. If you use our code, give us free stuff at the register, they absolutely won't. But maybe um, in the future, you know, we, we could drop a code and, uh, you know, sponsor them like we would like to. But in other words, they're good people there. Um, they're a, a nice local game store that hosts uh, all sorts of events such as RPG nights. And we very much appreciate them. Um, Rob, would you like to get us started on the RPG system you are telling us about? Heck yeah, man. So, uh, for the first stop on our little tour, we're all going to bundle up and travel to Sweden because that's where the company is that makes this game. I found that out when I was trying to research prices and I thought, holy crap, $400, but nope, it's 400 Swedish kroner. Which is not four hundred dollars. How does that anyway, translate? I'm digging this already. Anyway, I'm talking about the Alien RPG, um, Alien like the movie, uh, super fun. So it's set, of course, in the Alien uh, world with all of that mythos and whatnot, with their monsters and body and uh, robot men that bleed milk. So I took a look online. Just looked at the uh, the core stuff. There's lots of extensions and add-ons and expansions and things you can get. But uh, the three items that I looked at were the starter set, uh, the core rule book, and a GM screen. Took a look at two locations, went to the source. So the Alien RPG is uh, published by Free League Publishing, which is a company in Sweden. So if you go to their website, everything is listed in Swedish kroner. They do have a tool that will translate it into the U.S. dollar for you. Um, But we're going to compare their prices on their website to prices on Amazon.com. Now, um, I'll mention it as we go through the prices, but I plugged in my address in North Carolina on Free League's website to calculate shipping. Came to about 10 bucks. So all these prices, we're going to add 10 bucks to them. Um, all, All these items are expensive enough that if you order them on Amazon, they should bump up to free shipping. So that does uh, make a little bit of a difference. First item that I'm going to talk about is the Alien RPG starter set. So this, uh, you know, it's an RPG set in the Alien universe with all of their lore and monsters and xenomorphs and uh, robots with milk blood. Uh, The starter kit comes with a bunch of cool stuff. It comes with one complete scenario that you can use uh, with you and all your friends. Well, you and five of your friends because it comes with five pre-made characters. It also comes with a map. It's a pretty cool map. It's double-sided. Uh, one side is a star chart, and the other side is the floor plan of a ship that's used in that scenario. There's also a custom set of dice and some stress dice that you're going to end up needing to use as the game progresses. Oh, and it does come with a rule book as well, kind of a, a thin rule book, not the uh, nice big core rule book, which is another item we're going to take a look at. 
it's but, like a cut. It's like a cut down rule book. Yeah. yeah, like a cut down version of it. But you know, you can get started. It's enough to get going. Uh, so the starter kit, starting with the price from Free League's website. Um, so that is four hundred and eighty-eight kroner, which translates into forty-six dollars seventy-eight cents U.S. So remember, you got to add about ten bucks, so that averages to like just shy of sixty bucks there. Um, not terrible, but when you go over to Amazon, the sticker price on Amazon is forty-nine ninety-nine. So you get about ten bucks off right off the bat. It's also currently on sale. I'll be right back. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for, RC. So, I'll let Rob do whatever Rob's doing, but as a follow-up, if you get both dice sets, the Alien Dice and the Stress Dice, I believe they're $20 each. So if you get the starter set, you actually save money. Yes, so where uh, where did that all go to hell? The price? The price. Okay. So the price of this thing, if you order it from Free League, that's of course all in Swedish kroner. Uh, 488, which translates to $46.78. Now remember, you got to add about 10 bucks or so on there for shipping. Might change depending on where you're ordering from. I don't really know. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Now over on Amazon, the sticker price is $49.99, so you're saving a little bit of money there. It's also currently on sale. I looked at it today just before we started this, and it's on sale for 20% off, so it's $39.99 today. Who knows if it'll still be that when you look, but seems to be a little bit cheaper on Amazon. The item I looked at was the core rule book. So this is a little bit of a beefier book than you're going to get in that starter kit. It's a nice hardcover. It's got another uh, scenario in there. So you get something different than what comes in that starter kit, as well as everything you need to run campaigns and uh, create NPCs and things like that. Comes in at 518 crumbs, which is 49.76. So that's about 50 bucks. Slap 10 more bucks on there for shipping. We'll round it off to 60. That same book's going to run you $42.27. So still saving. Also, if I remember correctly, that's going to put you over the threshold for free shipping on Amazon. So you don't have to worry about shipping costs there. Uh, So significant savings on that from Amazon. As the Bezos gets you. Right. That's how they get you. And the last item I looked at was a GM screen. So they got a pretty nice trifold, um, you know, like that nice laminated cardboard kind of screen. The side facing the players is going to be um, like there's a xenomorph on it with just some ambient kind of color grading. It looks really neat. Uh, the inside that faces the GM has got all your, uh, you know, details and quick reference materials on there. So it's a good guide. Um, pretty solid construction. Looks nice. Hey, Rob, I know you have something to do, but before you go, what what is your favorite part of all these items? Or, like, what's your favorite one? Oh, hang on. I haven't got to the price on the screen yet. So that screen on the Free League website, I'm going to come in at 248 kroner, which is about $23.82 U.S. Remember the shipping? So bumps us up another 10 bucks. On Amazon, that's going to be about $25. So as you might expect, everything is a little bit cheaper on Amazon. It all just depends on your corporate business ethics flavor, you know, preferences. I don't know. But you can get them all on the internet. Zach, didn't you also find this on tractorsupply.com? It is on Tractor Supply. Also, Rob, one additional major difference is if you buy from the website, you get free PDFs of all the products. Amazon doesn't give you that. Oh, I didn't notice that. That is cool, though. You get, um, you know, your PDF print and play version of everything. That's nice. So So, of all of this, um, just looking through it, I like the starter kit. I mean, it does seem a little bit pared down, like you're not going to get your big, thick rule book. Um, But I guess just from my perspective, it has a lot of nice extra stuff. Like you mentioned before, getting both of those dice sets. You can buy those individually from the company, um, but they're way cheaper in this kit. Um, and the, you know, there's like little tokens and various things that you're going to use throughout the game to mark things on the map, like radar pings and like where you've been and stuff like that. So the kit comes with a lot of nice things in it. So it's a good start. I guess if you like have already played this game and know that you're going to get really in depth with it, you might be better off going with like the core rule book or, or maybe both. But, um, if I were to choose from my level of experience, I would go with that starter kit. Just seems like, uh, a lot of good stuff to kick things off with for a pretty reasonable price. 
Thank you, Rob. And if the listeners don't mind, Rob has to cut out, but I want to thank him for giving his piece and project on this. Yep. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, Rob. See you around, Rob. Editors. If it was good with the listeners, what if they aren't okay with Rob leaving? What are we going to do about that? (laughs) You can do it, buddy. (laughs) Throw a coffee bottle. Does someone want to read Lindsay's, or do you guys want me to do Lindsay's? She did D and D. Um, you you can do Lindsay's, uh, or unless anybody else want to do it. I do not. I don't know, Ian. I, I do not personally want to talk about D and D. Really? I thought I thought you would love to talk about D and D. I thought they were I'll, your, I'll let your, your you, hero. I'll let you guys handle one of those. Well, hi guys. I'm gender swapped Lindsay. Proxy, Lindsay proxy. Lindsay proxy, Lindsay Prime. Lindsay Beta. Betamax Lindsay. There we go. We're Betamax Lindsay. There we go. Are you a Decepticon? I mean, I was going with the, com- the competing product of VHS, but if you want me to be a Decepticon, that's fine. Come on, Pat. How often have I ever betrayed you in a game? The answer is never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deception is definitely not in your nature. Anywho, tell us more about this D&D product. I want to cover what you can spend on Dungeons & Dragons. Dungeons & Dragons offers several prices. They're kind of going to be our baseline, what we're going to compare all the other products to. If you want to get the core book and a digital copy of all the items, so that's like the player's handbook, the screen, the monster manual, is $169.95. That's a lot. Yeah, that gets you the screen, the player's handbook, and the Dungeons Master's Guide. Um, if you want the starter set, D&D actually has three, which is not bad. You can get the original starter set they've had forever. It comes with uh, Lost Mine of Found Ever. It's $20. You can often find it for five or cheaper, though. But the set price is $20. Gives five pre-made characters and six dice and character sheets. I also believe you can find the PDF for free. So if you don't need the dice, you're fine. The newest one is Stormwreck Isle, also $20. A little nicer, better Dice, five characters, um, also free if you look online in terms of the adventure. And the essential gets a little better. It gives you a DM screen, some cards, dice, and a little like flimsy screen in an adventure. But that one's $25. And if you want to on D&D Beyond, you can get the legendary bundle with all the books included at D&D Beyond. All the spells, subclasses, that'll... Set you back a svelte nine hundred and eighty-one dollars and thirty-five cents. Say that again. Ass. Say that one more time. Nine hundred eighty-one thirty-five. A hard pass on that. But it's on D and D Beyond. <laughs> That's that doesn't help. That, that does not help the cause. Ian. Yes. For the new VTT. D&D Beyond doesn't link into it, so your, your purchase is safe. It will transfer over. Are you sure about that? No. Okay. You're not, you're not helping me here. Just think of the value to Wizards of the Coast. It helps monetize it, right? Definitely, definitely. But either way, a lot of the adventures are good. Like, the Essential Kid Adventure is good. I've played it before. Uh, last month of Endeavor, people love and have run it multiple times. Like, if you look online, there's like 85 upgrades to that adventure. So, if you were to learn D&D, that has like all you need. Part of the problem is it doesn't teach you how to make a character in any of the starter sets. They're all pre-made. You don't get a blank sheet. They're all very pared down. So, there's that. Uh, the bundle's not horrible. You do get the screen and the player's handbook and the monster manual. The DM's guide is pretty bad, though. So you're also spending about $170. You also get no adventures in that bundle or character sheets or dice. I think the, so if you were... the DM's guide hasn't been worth getting since like AD&D, right, Zach? Uh, there have been valuable tools in a lot of them, but a super good one, it's been a long time. Normally the books are $49.95. So 50 bucks. Be aware that D&D does not offer you a free PDF with purchase. So if you want an additional PDF copy in D&D Beyond or however else, Wizards is going to let you have a PDF. 
you have to pay full book price. That's not a shocker to me. So if you want another copy of your monster manual, that's another $50. Pat, I believe you have the course set, don't you? Yeah, I do. I only bought it on sale, though, because uh, I'm, I'm frugal. But what do you think about it? It doesn't come with, like, shiny covers or something? Um, no. Well, yeah, actually, it did come with foil covers. I just uh, I only ever crack open the player's handbook because, you know, or, or the monster manual. The, the DMG has, uh, I don't think it's ever been cracked open, to be honest. <laughs> That's not a good sign, Pat. <laughs> it's a no, sign. no. I mean, who needs it? But. Ouch. <laughs> I also think you've barely ever used that screen, too. I've barely used a lot of my D&D stuff, bud, to be honest. Because, uh, you know, you turn me on to new systems and I'm just like, meh, that's trash. <laughs> Ian. Yes? What I'm hearing is you're going to go spend $1,200 on Wizards of the Coast, right? Um, that's a negative, Ghost Rider. Come on, you get all the content when they're right about to change editions. I know, just right there at the sweet spot. Okay, listeners, we're not trying to be smarmy, but like, None of that was a deal. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> D&D might be the bog sp- standard we're comparing to, but those starter sets had ne- next to nothing. And 170 for three books and a screen might t- tend to be a lot, apparently. Who would like to go next? Um, let me go ahead and get D&D's primary contender out of the way. Pathfinder Second Edition. Ooh. Oh, we're gonna get the Pepsi to the Coca Cola. Yeah, putting them head to head. I like this. Another, another high fantasy kind of uh, environment. Well, I am going to. I'm gonna remind everybody that I have not played Pathfinder. I've been told that it's akin to like D and D 3.5, or people call it 3.75. So we'll go into that. But I do know how pricing and RPG products should come to you as. Um, but if you're interested in getting into the Pathfinder 2nd Edition system, um, if you are new to RPGs, I would recommend the Beginner Box. And uh, right now I'm looking at it on Amazon for $43.16. And it seems like most of the Paizo, Pathfinder, and Starfinder, all those kinds of products are... Uh, Around 20% off on Amazon right now, or at least as of this video. Now, on this uh, beginner's box, the contents of it, you have a 72-page Hero's Handbook, which presents the rules for playing the game and creating characters, including their skills, spells, and gear. Then you get an 88-page Game Master's Guide containing an introductory adventure. uh, It has 20 pages of monsters and rules for building your own adventure, and dozens of wondrous magic items. Uh, Also in this box is included four pre-made heroes, so you can, you know, if somebody's brand hammer new, you can just slap that down. It also comes with six blank character sheets. And here's the thing where I get, uh, I believe you get a lot of value in this box. You get a hundred character and monster pawns to use on a double-sided, full-colored adventure map. So just... Whenever you're not playing in theater of the mind, but you you know you have physical representation on the table, and you have a hundred potential. I mean, they are they are cardstock minis, but still, that's something more that I don't see in a lot of like introductory box sets. Um, well, you you also said you get a mat, so there's your little grid there too. Yeah, yeah. So you you get that stuff. Of course, you get a um a set of seven polyhedral dice as uh, you should although maybe one more set would have been nice in this especially at the price point and then you also get something that's i think pretty cool and we could probably use in D sessions as well there's uh they have four game reference cards to help players remember their actions and what you can do i know zach took me through a moment where um was it in in second edition Pathfinder? You have three actions a turn, so you could like triple move or multi attack. Three action economy. Yeah. So I definitely think that'll be a, a huge player aid for beginners. Um, that price being, uh, that was uh, forty three dollars and sixteen cents for all of that. So that's and, 
that, that's more expensive. Like I'm not saying you're not getting a decent amount, but that is that is so far been the more expensive of the starter sets. Yeah. Um, but I, I like it as a starter set. You can you can really get into it. Now, if I were to say I already knew that I would like the Pathfinder system because I've done my research. Um, I wouldn't start with the beginner box. I would hop straight into the core rulebook, which, uh, as of right now, is $42.63 on Amazon, and it says it's on a 29% discount. So uh, I'd say it's a bit more expensive than, like, your average, like, player's handbook or whatever on uh, D&D, but it seems like this core rulebook of... Um, Pathfinder 2nd Edition kind of encompasses all that would be in the Player's Handbook slash Game uh, Dungeon Master Guide slash Bestiary or uh, Monster Manual equivalent of uh, D&D. Um, this, this thing is meaty. It's 640 pages. Um, it gives you all of your ancestries, which is, you know, your races. Uh, it gives you, um, let's see... Let's see. It gives you all 30, your, 30 backgrounds, you know, almost 12 classes. I thought this was interesting. Um, it still it has variant heritages for like half elves and half orcs, so they're not doing away with that, like D and D said they are. Um, which I thought was funny. Um, then it has your 12 classes. It has alchemist, barbarian, bard, champion, cleric, druid, fighter, monk, ranger, rogue, sorcerer, and wizard. And um, tons of spells and pretty much anything you would think would be in, uh, you know, the core collection of D&D. Um, so, and in addition to that, I would get the core rulebook and I would get um, the GM screen, which comes in at $20. Or I found this little bundle. It is uh, the GM screen, a uh, magnetic combat pad and um, a deck of condition cards. Now, that one's coming in a bit pricey. It's $106 for those three items together. Um, but the GM screen, it's four panels. It's uh, high-grade cardstock with, like, you know, that protective surface. Um, and it seems, as far as screens go, that it has everything you would want it to have. Conditions, death and dying rules. Uh, DC setting tables, which I, I'm all about, you know, like, hey, you know, my guy wants to break down a wood door versus an iron door. And it's like, what's the DC for that? And I'm like, hell if I know. But if it's got that on the screen, my life is made much easier. Um, it has things that show you how to make uh, creatures into elite or weaker. Um, overview on actions and um, just all your reference use stuff. I don't I don't think it's uh got too many useless things on it. No, it, is, it is twenty dollars on the Paizo website, but it's also super difficult to find. It took me like seven minutes to find it. Yeah, because at first I approached Zach and I'm like, man, I can't find this. I can only find it in a bundle. And I, I told him I even checked Paizo's website and but he did a little bit more digging and found find found it. So um Yep. And uh, the magnetic gamepad, it has dry erase areas where you can add in and put in your initiative order. So that's fun and helpful. And then the condition cards, you know, you can deal out to your players, tells you, hey, this is what's on them. You have multiple conditions, say your entire group gets feared or poisoned or what have you. Um, but that is where I would start out. I would start out with the core rule book at $42. And uh, the GM accessory bundle, which is $106, so was that um, $148 as far as a starting point for Pathfinder? If you if if you know you want to get into pricey, pricey, pricey there, Pat. Yeah, and also you know if you wanted to go a little bit further, you could grab the first bestiary of three. That's uh, $38.67 and an additional ancestry guide, which is $27. So maybe for another like 60 bucks. So maybe $200, you could have pretty much 
a lot of stuff to chew on. It is a high entry point, but um, I don't know. I, I guess that's where we're where we're getting with RPGs this day. What, what do you guys think about any of that stuff? I personally really like Pathfinder, so that's worth it. I have um, I have one of the older beginners boxes that came with pretty much all the stuff that you said, the, you know, the little cardboard guys. Mm. And uh, Pat was the one that you had is the matte double-sided. Yeah. yeah. My, double-sided. Yeah. Mine mm-hmm. is too. Like one side looks like a cave and the other one's just like kind of blank with a grid. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I, I, I'm super aware what this one looks yeah, like. I, I, it's a good value. It's just having the, the starter box myself. Uh, I, I definitely think it's worth it. Yeah, and I'd say if somebody's unsure, the beginner box is definitely the way to start because you know that's your say you spend forty five bucks or whatever, and you find out that you don't like it. Well, you're not you know two hundred dollars in the hole. If you want to have the uh, upgraded start, you know I would say. Now, Ian, one thing on that: this is Pathfinder Two, which is crunchier than Pathfinder One. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I think I have Pathfinder One. Is what I have. I'm looking for. I'm looking now, for it, and not seeing um, it. But yeah, I think I've got one. I have a question. Didn't Pathfinder Two just recently come out? Yeah, yeah, like, it came how, out earlier this early this year, late last year. No, it's it's older than that. Okay, because I I thought uh, like RC, I thought it was earlier this year, and um, I was looking at Paizo's website, and they already have fifty books for it, and I'm like, Jesus, they are prolific. Yeah, no, it's it's not brand brand new. It's new, but it's not brand brand new. They've just yep. been working on like a revamped, like cleaner version of the book. But it's it's second edition has been out, I think, a year or two. Okay. Now, RC, do Are you want to go, or do you want Brian and Ian to go? No, I was about to say if we want to keep it in the same vein and talk about uh, the other redheaded stepchild of D and D, Plaza's other game, Starfinder. Go for it. Um, yeah, so the starter box, you know, runs in a similar vein to Pathfinder 2. It's going to run you about $40. Um, it comes with a 96-page, yeah, 96-page Hero's Handbook and a 96-page Game Master's Guide. A guide to adventure, alien adversaries, and advice on how to create your own species, and science fantasy tales, blah, blah, blah. Um, the beginner's box also comes with 80 full color pawns, uh, a set of dice, 24 plastic bases for your pawns, six pre-generated character sheets, and six blank character sheets. Yeah, if I recall, both Paizo products not only teach you how to play, they teach you how to make a new character, and I think they let you get to level 10. Uh, I don't see where it mentions if it has a level cap on it or not. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they advertise it, but like I think in terms of like content they give you, they give you up to level ten. It also includes six player aid cards for quick reference rules, which I'll be honest, it it, it definitely needs. Um, if anybody's played three point five before, this is like three point five plus some extra math. Uh, let's go to the pricing. So the starter box puts you out about forty dollars. Um, it does not include a PDF with purchase. A PDF is another twenty dollars. Ooh, that is interesting. Actually. Um, and uh, like Pat said before, everything that Paizo has on their website on Amazon is currently running at about 20% less, which equates to about $10 on each of the Starfinder books. Each of them runs somewhere between $40 and $60. Uh, speaking of which, the player's handbook runs you $60 and an additional $20 if you want a PDF. So you're looking at $80 just to get the player's handbook. And do you mean the core book with all the rules? Yeah, that's the core book with all the rules. Um, each additional book, so the operations manual, which is additional character options, is another $40. Um, the armory that, like, when we played this, the armory ended up being my go-to because the baseline game doesn't have enough weapons in it to suffice for how the game works. Everyone's telling um, me that the, the armory is basically mandatory in Starfinder. Yeah, that's another $40 and another $20 for a PDF. Um, now, granted, all of these have a pocket size edition that you can buy. doesn't come with a PDF for about $15 less. 
And how about the screen? I actually don't even see the screen on their website, believe it or not. Although it may be the one product that's currently unavailable. Yeah, they like to hide their screen somewhere in the accessories. When I bought it last time, I bought it at Cape Fear Games. It was $20. Sounds about right. Um, I, you could, in theory, get, get a PDF of the screen. That's the one PDF item. Like I, People like give PDFs for screens all the time, and I'm like... I don't get it. Like, are, am I just hand printing this later? Like, I'm not going to use it like on a VTT. Yeah. Um, the four Alien Archives, all forty dollars with twenty dollars PDFs. And those are big critter books, basically. Yep, big critter books. Uh, um, there's a there's a background lore book that kind of feels important. Considering the core book doesn't really greatly cover the lore of Starfinder, um, there's a campaign setting and lore book called The Drift Crisis, which is pretty much the onsetting of it for the Starfinder universe. Um, it's $45. It looks like it's a full adventure campaign. Um, what, you're again, really say- what you're really saying is maybe try it out with the starter set or get the core book and the armory book. Yeah, because otherwise you're sinking in like easily three or four hundred dollars into this by the time you've gotten all the books. It uh, yeah. it's a really high price point. Now I will say that Paizo over the last year or two has had a lot of sales on Humble Bundle in terms of PDF p- packages, and when we play, that's basically why we played our our game master for that. Basically, got the bundle for like twenty bucks. I have a question. What does it mean by pocket edition? Is it just like a smaller version of the book? It is smaller. It's like super cut down. Like think, think almost old school like video game manual. I oh, have like no, no cool graphics or anything like that. No, it is. It's just cut down. I have some pockets of edi- pocket editions of fourth edition D and D. I imagine they're almost exactly like that. They're like paperback. They're three quarters of the size of the original book. Pretty much what you'd be looking at getting. Yeah, it's almost like a desk reference. It is not for like often play. It's for you to quickly flip through it. Anything else I see? Not really. It pretty much covers it. And how about everyone else in terms of what you think about Starfinder or, or that like price point or those products? So this armory is a must because it just has all the cool tech and gadgets and guns that you would want versus so, the. One thing. of the issues me and RC have with Starfinder is it's your your weapon is gear leveled, so you, you start with like a level one pistol, and basically the level ten pistols ninety five times better. Now, is it you can't equip level ten pistol just because you're not the level, or that's been the ongoing debate between the two of us? So that sounds kind of like a video game, like yeah, 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 yeah kind of. Because me, me, me and RC have like re- joked for a long, long time. Yeah, you can't have that level 10 shotguns. Like, I'm a rogue. Well, you can't have it. It's like, I'm just going to break in your house, slit your throat, and then I have a level 10 shotgun. No, you can't use it because you're not level 10. Like, that makes no sense. <laughs> that is some, that is what we now, call I, video game logic. Yeah. I could, I mean, I guess, I don't know. If I was GMing that, I would have some sort of workaround like, oh, because, you know, it's a, a high sci-fi, you know, landscape. I'd be like, oh, this uh, this shotgun needs to interface with your brain, and you need to, I don't know, have, like, the right module installed in your head to uh, be able to use this shotgun. Say, it, like, tracks bullets or something. I like that, Pat. Yeah, th- give me some kind of reason why I can't pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Now, there there are, like, gadgets you can get for guns that kind of do that. They don't have like a level cap on them in terms of they don't have a level cap instead of preventing someone at a lower level using them. The gadgets themselves also have a level cap, so if you're under a, you're a low level, you can't. It's just a weird flo- throwback. I don't hate Borderlands, but it's a weird thing. It's like in Paverly, this just makes the game take longer. I was about to say, like, is Starfinder a shooter looter also? <laughs> oh. oh my god, no. RC with a shotgun. Oh no, it's a Roomba. What? It's literally a Roomba. 40 minutes later, the second Roomba is dead. After like dumping like a crate of shotgun shells at it. Level one, everybody. Level one. All you need to do is roll a 14. I have rolled 12 for the last hour. Yeah. 
We almost got killed by Roombas to the point where uh, like a sixth Roomba joined the combat and just left. He's like, the other Eddie, four Roombas got you it. You guys got this under control. Cool, I'll go patrol some other part of the spaceship. So, I also have an alternative question. To Since we're pitching um, these systems and their price points to you know people that might be curious on them or trying them out, as far as RPG systems go, how is Starfinder and Pathfinder 2nd Edition as far as a system to learn? Because I know we've talked at length about Call of Cthulhu being a good introductory RPG for people to the concept of RPGs because it's simplicity in ways. How uh, how welcoming is it to a person that's brand new to RPGs? So Starfinder is not bad. They give you a lot of options. They don't give you like overwhelming options. They give you a lot. But this is definitely like if you play three point five or third, like you're spending an hour in character creation. You're not spending twenty minutes. It's definitely a it's game that a if super... you're going to invest the time in it, you want it to last. And and it's not a bad game. It's just you just got to like look at a lot of things, and you get a lot of cool options. The second edition of Pathfinder, however, based on what I've read. The fact that one of our other players won't even play it, it's so heavy, because you basically need an app to build your character, because that's how much stuff you have to reference. It's super crunchy. It's 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 more crunchy than Warhammer Fantasy. Oh, yeah, and Warhammer Fantasy was fa- fairly crunchy. Enjoyably so, but it's fairly crunchy. No, I, I really don't want to play a game where the resolution of the math of like hitting a hobgoblin is like 40 different equations. He's got a plus four from this. He's got a plus two from that. He's got a minus four from that. You have to enter some like additional math theory to factor all the pluses and minuses and then check your D20. I, gotcha. I, do, like, right. I do like Starfinder's health pool where you basically have stamina and then health. And your stamina like heals very quickly versus your actual HP does not. So you have like two health pools. I, like that. I, uh, I liked the concept of the kinetic AC and the energy AC. I thought that was cool. The two different armor classes. Yeah, that's a cool way to like make sense of weapons. Uh, it's just they have a lot of weird weapon types, like almost like D and D's. Like, oh, you got acid, you got blibble blabble. I'm like, I get it, but that's like a lot to take care of and like focus on. Also, I know because I like I ha- I I got into Starfinder when it like launched. I have like an original PDF from my buddy that got it for me. Uh, a lot of people don't really like the ship-to-ship combat in terms of, like, it's not bad, but it's a little better when everyone has, like, their own X-Wing instead of, like, their own, like, Millennium Falcon they're all on. Which, isn't that, like, the, the fantasy we all want to do in our heads? All be on the Falcon? Basically, yeah. Yeah, or I don't know. I'd be happy with either, to be honest. I'd be happy just cruising in space with my buddies. Yeah, I, I would like to be on a multi- multi-person ship, not like a single seat fighter. I'd, I'd like to be in a multi, multi-person multi cruiser. What, what, would, uh, what would your job be on that, on that cruiser? Clearly, I'm piloting the ship. I'm the helmsman, dude. I'm behind the wheel. That's uh, no doubt about it. So one of my favorite, favorite things is when we got a freighter is uh, all but one player had low-light vision. So we would just put like couches and shit everywhere and like never turn the lights on. I love that. <laughs> oh, we have borders, so that just people like bouncing off crap. It's like, what's going on? I was like, yeah, well, you realize like most of us don't need to see or can see in the dark. So please invade our spaceship that's just like like home alone of just crap in the way. And then eventually I'm like, depending on the section, you can just vent the atmosphere because I'm a robot. Oh boy. Hey boop. Uh, I'm sure nobody wants to like be on the Death Star. Because that's kind of where I want to be. No, too big of a target, man. That's I mean, too much. Too much heat. Sir, we've also, identified the target. It's that planet over there. Also, like if we want to get into that, we we're not talking about Star Trek or Star Wars tonight, but they definitely have slightly better dedicated systems than Starfinder. I don't think Starfinder is bad. I do think that the Star Wars and Star Trek systems are better system focused. If that's the universe you want to play in. Or you can play, or you can play Death Watch and even have like even more crunch, like Captain Crunch of Crunch. All right. So, who has our next system? Is it Ian or Brian? Uh, to uh, hit the next one. 
Yeah, oh, Warhammer Fantasy. Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, Cubicle 7 is the publisher for this one. And I took a look at the core starter set. So it's like a box set like we've talked about with a few of the other games. Um, there's the core rulebook, and there's a Game Master screen. So I took a look at those three things. The core starter set uh, comes with a kind of truncated a core rulebook and an adventure. Uh, is, and I, it was kind of unclear, Zach, is it only one adventure it comes with? It's a big book okay. of adventures. It's for gotcha, Uber's right. Gotcha. So you, I'm not going to say you have weeks of play there, but you could you could push it like... You're going to get like three or four gotcha. sessions. So for starting out, it's perfect. So you, there's plenty to do. Yeah. Okay. So it, yeah. it, it does. So it is, uh, I guess, a few different adventures. Uh, there are maps and handouts. And guys, I love handouts. I know you guys do too. We're, we're Call of Cthulhu buffs, so we love some handouts. Um, and it comes with a custom dice set uh, from uh, this particular, I, I guess they make their, I didn't actually see the dice, but it's, they're customized. Few workshop, few workshop. You've seen me. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I actually do recall those now. Uh, there's some advantage tokens that it comes with, um, and they look like they're metal. Is that right, Zach, or are they plastic? It looked metal to me. No, okay. oh, no, cardboard. They're cardboard. Gotcha. Um, there are some rules reference sheets and the ready-made characters. It comes with four of those, and they're they come in these cool like fold-out like folders with like a backstory. It looks like and the, all the stats and everything. It was. The presentation was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like a little cool, like three-leaf, fo- like folded paper. Of, yeah, of each character. it's it's really it's really neat. I've actually I've not ever seen publisher do something like that. It was very well presented. Um, the core rulebook itself uh, is is pretty big. Uh, I actually really liked this core rulebook. Um, it's got the guide to all the races, careers. It's got a full guide to uh, all the religions of the old world. Um, it's got a spell book uh, and a bestiary. Um, and it's also got some game master resources, too. So it's like it's three books in one. Um, so that's a pretty good one. And the game master screen is really cool. It's a like a quad panel, uh, so it trifolds. It's got four, four uh, panels on it. It's pretty big. Uh, the artwork on it is awesome. It's got more than you need. Uh, it's got charts and hooks and advice for the DM, all kinds of advice for the DM. And it also comes with a little mini game master guide. Um, I guess that that's what it reminded me of, uh, right, Zach? Is it's like just like a little mini GM's guide. Yeah, it's a reference on making plot hooks or the dooming chart if more humans need to be doomed. That's also one of my negatives of the core book. The doom chart in that book gives you like four options versus like if you get the screen, you get literally. Oh, a so D100 the core rulebook's going to give you some limited content. Okay. In terms of just gotcha. the dooming specifically. Also, the starter set, uh, the lid and bottom of the box of the starter set are actually a tiny D. Oh, screen interesting. I did not realize that. That's cool. I actually like that even more. Um, that's really neat. Yeah, so they actually, they actually use like it, all parts. I feel of the like box. on the website they don't do a good enough job of showing you that. I, I feel like I would have that that would have stuck out to me. So and what are those uh, price I looked at two. Uh, I looked at two sources for the 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 content. I went to Amazon first. Uh, the core starter set that on Amazon clocked in at twenty nine ninety five. Core rulebook. The cheapest I found it was forty three eighty three. And the game master screen I found for thirty one ninety nine, that came to approximately about one hundred and six bucks. You'll have to throw in some tax there, um, but you're just over a hundred dollars for those three things on Amazon. So it's a little bit cheaper than the uh, publisher's website, but like you don't get free PDFs on Amazon. You do get free PDFs on Cubicle Seven site if you buy from there. They give you free PDFs through uh, Drive Through RPG. Um, and I, I personally don't like buying things from Amazon cause Jeff Bezos is a huge dick. So uh, I don't even, I wouldn't even buy it off of Amazon. So, uh, screw that guy. Uh, let's hop over to the, uh, the, the publisher's website. I, I liked their website. It was very easy to navigate. Very good looking website. Um, the core starter set was $29.99. The core rule book was $59.99. 
game screen was $25.99, strangely cheaper than Amazon. I thought that was weird. Um, you're coming in at approximately $116 there, so not that much more expensive. This actually pays, you, you actually get about a $60 value for buying directly from the publisher because you get PDFs for everything. And you can buy the PDFs alone. It's 15 bucks for the core starter PDF and 15 for the Game Master screen and like that little mini book I told you about. And then the $30 for the core rule book. So like I said, like 60 bucks worth of PDFs for free there. Um, and plus you're supporting the publisher. Why, why wouldn't you do that? That's just a great idea. Now, Ian, you did call out the websites. I, I will have to call out that Paizo's website is oh, no, a nightmare to like scroll and use. So oh, is yeah, Wizards, Wizards, so is Wizards of the Coast. Um, actually, Cubicle 7's website is good. I rank it right up there with Chaosism's website. I, I think their website's well laid out too. Uh, Cubicle Seven's website is very intuitive and easy to navigate, and it's just it's really pretty too. Uh, also, as RC and Pat will mention, that screen. Oh yeah, is I'll, uh, I'll. The screen oh, does look yeah. pretty cool. I was gonna say, um, anytime we were playing uh, Warhammer Fantasy, we pretty much like, hey Zach, can I get your screen real quick? Because. Um, there's a kind of in-depth leveling up system where, you know, every every little nugget of experience you can put here, put there. Because there's not so much milestones where you're leveling up. It's as you get your experience, just put it in. I mean, there isn't even concept of a level in Warhammer Fantasy. You're just, hey, I'm a brand hammer new character to I've I'm a character that's been around the block for a while. It's pretty much have you advance into many careers, but there's no level. Yeah, I, I liked the GM screen. It's It had um thing that stood out to me about that is it had uh, all the rules for, let's see, it had all the rules for like money and wealth. It had all the rules for, like like you said, uh, the leveling. Um, it just had a lot of stuff on it that, I wouldn't expect, oh, in the difficulty rating chart. That looks super helpful. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's super needed. Also, I like the fact that the art is congruent because congruent, it's a four-panel screen, so if you fold it down to two panels, the art works, and oh, if you have so it as all four panels, the art works both ways. Oh, so, like, nice. an, an actual geomorphic, that, like, if you will, quote-unquote. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the, uh, I would yeah. say that the the only thing I would say about the GM screen is that it's a little overwhelming at first because I, I took a good look at it. Not knowing anything about the system, it was kind of overwhelming. My recommendation would be to get the starter set to like learn the game because that, that screen looked pretty useful too. Um, but overall... This is a looks like a good system. The artwork is awesome. I love the artwork. I, it's kind of comic booky, but at the same time, kind of gritty. So I kind of like the the comic style to it. Um, I also like the inside of the screen because they use like yes. scroll colors. So there's a lot of tans and taupes. A lot of yeah, interior screens are I just like that, white. Like that's that so hard tan to read. color that you're talking about. That's really easy on my eyes, and you you guys know I have really terrible eyesight. So the, it the it was easy on the eyes. Uh, speaking of that, the the font in the book was a good size. It didn't it didn't really look like it would be too small. It looked it looked pretty manageable. Uh, the the production quality of this product looks really good, um, just outstanding. I, I don't have anything but good things to say about this. Um, again, my recommendation is to buy the thirty dollars set because coming in at over a hundred bucks, that might be. If you're balling on a budget, that might be a little bit too much to spend on a system you're not sure about. So, um, I, I would recommend at least the core starter set. This this game looks pretty good. Well, also that it's one of the few systems where you only need the percentile dice. Like yeah, you only need a D hundred. Like so it, you're even it, it just looked dice. like they. Um, we've talked about this before about uh, publishers respecting our table space. It looks like Warhammer has a. It looks like it respects your table space for sure. Uh, the RPG, sir. The Warhammer, the RPG. Let's yeah. <laughs> so, be very specific well, yeah, we've on been which talking about variant of Warhammer we're talking about We're here. not suddenly switching to 40K. Yeah. <laughs> what a, or, Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy, the RPG. It's like, 40K, it's really good on your table we, space, we, as opposed no, we, to we what? Not, nobody has mentioned <laughs> <A buffet>? 40K <laughs> yet. <laughs> Twilight and Peeling? No, so, um, 
yeah, this is uh this is a pretty cool pretty cool uh layout. I like it. Um the only thing I wish it was more than four pre-made characters. I was really hoping for like five or six, but that's not like a huge deal. Um just I think it's just because I like the design of the character so much. I was hoping for more than four. Well, I do appreciate that they, they use those those characters and a lot of the art and all in future books. So if you like the characters, well, they, yeah, that, technically that's their story like. is allowed it, to It continue. sounds like this is kind of a, um, definitely a narrative, like an ongoing narrative style. And to Brian, who probably had the easiest job for of everyone here. Um, yeah, and I'm sure that I'm going to miss something, so I appreciate anybody that steps in. Um, don't want to say, say we saved the best for last, but maybe I'm biased. <clears throat> Uh, so I'm talking about the Call of Cthulhu uh, slipcase set, and it contains um, the Keeper rulebook, uh, the Investigator's Handbook, and a uh, Keeper screen pack. Um, you can only buy this on the Chaos um, on their website on Chaosium. Um, it is an exclusive, so I'll give you a rundown of kind of what each of those contains. Um, and then prices and everything. So with the Keeper rulebook, what that's going to contain is the core rules, monsters, um, kind of game master guidance, if you will, um, as well as spells. Uh, their website describes it as a uh, variable grimoire. Um, it comes with uh, two pre-made uh, adventures. One is Amidst the Ancient Trees and Crimson Letters. Uh, standalone, that'll run you on their website, $54.95. And on Amazon, it was on sale, so it was $44.37. Though, the, if you bought it on Amazon, you wouldn't get the PDF. So that's, you know, not, not as much value there. Moving to the Investigator's Handbook. That's more expanded rules for character creation. It gives you over 100 occupations to choose from for your adventurers, um, investigators, my bad, and just more information on the Roaring Twenties. Uh, from my research, it doesn't look like that came with any, it came with pre-made characters, but it didn't come with any uh, additional adventures. So, Brian, it does not come with an adventure. It does come with a short story, uh, The Dunwich Whore. So if you're trying to learn about H.P. Lovecraft or the setting, that's a good story to go with. And while it's not mandatory to get the Investigator's Handbook, the 100-plus occupations does make making your character like super fast. Yeah, I, I know Like we pass that around quite a bit, and uh, I'm partial to it. I like it. Um, so as far as price for the Investigator Handbook... All on its own on their website, it's $44.95. Amazon, again, was a little bit of a discount, but at uh, $37.30. Again, no PDF accompanying the Amazon purchase, so losing value there. And then, finally, the Keeper Screen Pack, uh, which effectively enhances um, play for the GM. It, It... makes it faster because you have charts and stuff on the screen itself. Uh, it also comes with maps, uh, full color of Lovecraft Country, which is like New England area-ish, and uh, as well as Arkham, which is shows up all the time in many adventures. And then that also comes with two ready-to-play scenarios from the 20s, uh, one being Blackwater Creek and... The other one, now that I can't read my own handwriting, um, is... I think it's Miss Dues, isn't it? Miss Dues? I'm blanking uh, on its name, too. Dues, what is yeah. it called? Yes, it's Miss Dues. Thank you. Dues, yep. Yeah. Miss Dues. That was it. Um, so, as far as price, on their website, it's uh, $29.95 on its own. Amazon... Uh, did not have the hardcover available from what I saw. It only had a soft cover, and that was twenty one eighty. So Amazon's weird like that. Like they're trying to like categorize it like a book. That's why it says soft cover because the screen itself is just a hard piece of like cardboard. 
So that's the same thing. Uh, one additional thing it comes with is it comes with a little reference book. So if you want to look at poisons and basic rules, it's in there too. Very good. Um, so if you were to purchase these individually on uh, the Chaosium website, it would be 154.81 in total. Um, but the uh, bundle itself, um, the set, uh, they retail for 129.99. Um, which is all in all pretty good. It's uh, about also comes with a nice, oh, and also comes with a nice slipcase to hold it all. Yes. Um, while it's about twenty six dollars more than if you bought everything separately on Amazon, uh, you again do get those PDFs, uh, which is you know awesome because quick references is nice to have. Um, also, Brian, not to keep on interrupting you, it also comes with five blank character sheets with the screen. Okay, yep. Thank you for adding that. Uh, overall, I, I think the... Obviously, the, the whole set is pretty dope by itself, but I I think the Investigator Handbook really adds to... Um, adds to the bundle just for ease of creation for characters and just having more options. Uh, I think that probably is my favorite uh, of the three. And how about the starter set? The starter set is uh, $29.99. Um, that comes, or I'm sorry, it's $24.99. Um, that comes with a, um, it's got a updated box art currently. Um, it has uh, the rules and dice, so you're going to get a D4, D6, you know, all, all those. Um, you are getting a solo scenario, which is Alone Against the Flames. Um, and the scenarios are for like three, three, four, and up to five um, players. You do get two more, actually, or I'm sorry, three more, actually. Uh, Paper Chase. Uh, Edge of Darkness, which we actually just did not too long ago, and uh, Dead Man Stomp. Um, you do get some maps and handouts as well. So, all together with, with the starter set and the the slipcase, that would be about a little over 150, which is actually not terrible. The starter set also comes with five pre-mades and also five blank character sheets. Thank you. I knew I was going to miss some stuff. It's not a big deal. Uh, Ian, I recall you getting that whole bundle yeah, for $100 was, uh, totally from like, a Reddit it. deal that I got um, for you. The Keeper's Guide is amazing. That's one of my favorite uh, tabletop role-playing books by far. Um, Brian, I actually learned how to play Call of Cthulhu by playing Alone Against the Flame. Yeah, it teaches you how to make your character and play oh, the game. Oh, okay, very good. And, and you know what, Brian? No, if you're a player that likes to fudge cool. dice rolls, you can do it all you want because it's a one-player game. I mean, uh, if well, you knew anybody, I, I'm not was, really though. that that player myself. But uh, oh, I know, I know, I know somebody. I also appreciate the fact that you get if you got the whole bundle, like you spend it like the little over the 150. Say, look, let's go 160 with tax and everything shipping. You get ten blank character sheets. 10 pre-made characters with all the scenarios and everything else. You get two scenarios in the screen, two scenarios in the book, and then three more scenarios in the starter set. So what's that? Seven scenarios. You get handouts for all of them. You get maps for all of them. And you get the dice. So like you, you can literally have like content for about like four or five months. Yeah, just to... And we haven't yeah, even gotten definitely. into pulp yet. That's um, just regular Brian, the, the bundle that you're talking about has enough adventures to keep you busy for a while. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a high value, man. Yeah, I'm all about it. Okay, so to backtrack a little bit, we're saying Call of Cthulhu. If you got everything, it's like 160. Yeah, about 160. Warhammer Fantasy was what, like one 116. RC. What about Starfinder? Your ge your general approximation. Starts at about a hundred, and uh, if you're going to get any additional books, 
probably looking about 180 or 140, depending on how many. 140-ish. We'll say 140 to be safe. How about you, Pat, for Pathfinder 2? Um, if we went with uh, what my what my buy-in would be with uh, the GM screen, the tracker conditions, and the core rule book, that was going to be about 160. 160. And then I recall the the alien book is like sixty dollars, and the starter set is like forty dollars. So that's like a hundred, and the screen's like another twenty. So yeah, we're like one twenty there for alien. A lot. <laughs> and then D and D is rocking what one one seventy for just the screen and core book. So then you have the starter set. So let's say one ninety. If D and D is the like. The baseline average. How are we feeling on the other products? Yeah, uh, like a deal, I would think, because you said core books and a screen for D and D, and compared to what you get for one sixty from uh, Pathfinder, and you get a few more things. Too. So uh, a deal there. <laughs> so you're getting a better better deal well, just honestly, by this, quality of um, product. I've only. I think Zach, I've played Warhammer what twice, maybe once or twice. Um, it, this looks worth trying out. I mean, even if you just bought the starter for thir- uh, what thirty dollars, that's an awesome deal. And one sixteen for all this is not bad. So we're about yeah. where like one ninety's a lot for D and D. We're saying Starfinder and Pathfinder are good. They're just they're just below the threshold. Old Alien and Warhammer yeah, fantasy is that like it's a good try it price. Yeah, I'd, I'd say like in the one one hundred range should be a good introductory price for you know what you need to start a handful of games in the new system. And then D and D is like one it's like Call of Cthulhu is yeah, one sixty like still has more than all of those other products combined. Yeah, that's. I was just counting them when I was well, just in scenarios. Just second, you get like, like what seven scenarios, it was six or seven. And that's not even counting. Technically, oh, if you get right. the free quick yep. quick start rules, there's a free scenario there too. Plus, uh, Zach, it, aren't, aren't there a couple of free adventures on their website? Uh, the haunting, I think, is free, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one in the quick start. And I, the, but I think there's that's, a couple that's, on the that's website the quick start that you can rules, just yeah. download for free. I think uh, maybe Derelict is one of them. That's one of them, the derelict. Yeah, so that's two more right there. Derelict is one, yeah. Um, and the derelict is cool because they give you rules on how to change the time of. You can make it in the twenties or in present day or really any any time in the twentieth century. Really, that's because if you get uh, Peterson's guide, it's called Peterson's. Oh, nice. Peterson's Abominations also has the derelict, but it's set in modern time. So, going off of each product. What are we saying the best deal is? So Alien, so. it's the yeah. starter set. How about you, yeah. uh, Pat? Pat RC, you played it. Um, I don't know. I, for me, I'm kind of leaning it on system more so than you know actual product. Not that Aliens wasn't bad, but uh, I'm gonna go with Warhammer Fantasy. No, I, no, 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 per product, per product. Oh, per product. Um, then yeah, Aliens. So the starter set for Alien. Yeah. Uh, D and D. I've I've I bought guess. the essentials kit. I would go the a, essentials as a, kit actually. as a gift for a, a a few friends, and it's it's a good hit. It's it's not a bad value. Well, like part of the thing is like the, there there are so many just players handbooks that are out and available. You can almost fall over them. Monsters, you can almost at this point just Google, and then the, yeah, your dungeon I, master I can't guides. The last time I used so. a DM's guide, like I said, it was probably uh, second edition AD and D. Now, Pat, are you going for this this Pathfinder Two starter set? Um, no, no. I'm I'm happy with the systems we're playing right now. No, no, no. As if in, you're it, per product, like what 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 of that whole bundle of things would you pick? Um, I mean the the DM or yeah, the DM screen was fairly priced at twenty twenty bucks, I believe. Um, and that core rule book. <laughs> What? It was so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the cheapest Dude. thing. The screen is all I want out of Pathfinder. <laughs> um, that's, I'll take those. Um, actually, the core rulebook is, 
it basically being the three D and D core rule books, you know, as far as context, cause that's 640 pages for 45 bucks. That's not bad. How about you, RC? Uh, personally, it's just aliens, but that's mostly because the dice is a $40 extra value you don't, or a $20 extra value. You don't ever have to purchase now. Well, that's no, $40 cause you got to buy both sets. Oh, okay. Yes. So $40 even more. So. But what about for Starfinder? You go in just the core book? Uh, it's hard to say. So. No, Starfinder, you'd have to have the armory just because I know from my experience the core book is really lacking in the equipment department. And then it's, it's a good Ian one. Ian sounds like you want to go starter um, set for Warhammer like Fantasy. It. Either that or Alien. W- either one of those I would go. I would be down for. And then I'm going to throw in the, the, oh, that the one's Call of Cthulhu first set. I've actually um, bought that several times. Yeah, they had a they had a few copies. Yeah, you could buy for like twenty dollars. Um, they, they usually always have that one in stock. I mean, like two months ago, they literally had the 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 digital, so just the PDFs for a dollar on drive through. Um, oh, that was another thing I was going to. Uh, uh, Brian, you were looking at uh, the Call of Cthulhu set. The um, drive through RPG has some awesome handout uh, PDFs you can buy for uh, Crimson Letter and uh, a lot of uh, some of the other adventures. Yeah, and uh, DriveThru also does like random like sales of stuff. So I think I got the Rune Quest, uh, not the starter, but like a oh nice, like the rule book and whatnot. Uh, Zach definitely turned like, me onto that website, like the PDF. Yeah. So what we're leaning on is basically not D and D. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. 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 We're sorry. Pat, are you sorry? You, I'm, uh... Pat, uh no, no. Pat, uh, said Pat already bad. said he's... He can't wait to see this. Pat, Pat, Pat fuck him. He's clear about that. He's <laughs> very clear about that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we may go back to D&D for, like, nostalgia reasons, and then you know, reassess our lives after having played, like, why am I doing this? Same. But, <laughs> I mean, for for my 1920s and my modern stuff, I'm doing Call of Cthulhu and Pulp Call of Cthulhu. For my fantasy stuff, I'm doing Warhammer Fantasy. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I actually, I want to I try out Starfinder. Um, I'll get there one day. It's not bad, it's just it's just a little different. It's it's the amount of crunch for me because you know I cracked open the See, rule I, book I'm and fun. I'm just like I don't mind. Oh, I don't. I gotta I gotta research. Yeah, I, I gotta, play ASL, so you know, I definitely don't mind homework. Well, I, I'm okay with crunch whenever it comes to like character creation, but if I'm at the table having the crunch and it's slowing down the game because of the crunch, no, no. Yeah, Pat, just you describing how a round of combat goes in Deathwatch, I was like, I need to get, get a, like a beer to get through this combat. Yeah. Let me get out a protractor and find out the wind direction with this meter and then what kind of carapace this alien has and what kind of ammo to use against it. Like, no. Oh, there's my, there's my abacus right there. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining us and join us next episode where we cover... How to run your first session and how to start role play. Bye bye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.